For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 263 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users, rate and review the show and everyone. Go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. All right, I am back in the booth. This time I got my dog with me. You already know who it is. Mike B, what up? Not much, man. What's going on with the Corsi? What's going on, Tiger fans? Good to be back. Oh, yeah, happy to have you back for your first video episode, and it's a special one. It is a special one. I know, you, I know you're ready for this one along with all the other fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Representing I'm ready to go. Games. Absolutely. Yes, all indeed. right, so without further ado, I've been waiting for this one. Let's get to it. We have two special, special, special – I don't know how many times I can say special – guests joining us today. First and foremost, he is a record-setting quarterback at Jackson State, or he was a record-setting quarterback at Jackson State from Indianola, Mississippi, up in the Delta, a four-year starter from 2002 until 2003. He threw for 11,797 yards and 104 touchdowns. You know him as Superman, Robert Kent. Welcome welcome back, Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Uh, what's up, fellas? What's up, Tiger Nation, baby? How y'all doing out there? All right, man. Happy to have you back. And also, another record-setting quarterback, he hails from Grand Rapids, Michigan. He was a two-year starter after coming from junior college, 2010, 2011, 7,227 yards, 58 touchdowns. You know him as the White Tiger, Casey Terrio. Welcome to Tiger. Welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thanks for having me again. Good to be here. What's going on, Tiger Nation? Absolutely, absolutely. And again, you both have been on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, but uh, your, your names always seem to come up in conversations when we're talking about great quarterbacks, record-setting quarterbacks, and obviously there's a storied history and tradition at Jackson State, but you two stand out, right? So I I guess the first thing that I want to know is, have you two ever met? Is this your first time coming together right here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and jump it off, man. It's it's the first time I've officially met uh, the the great white tiger, you know what I mean? (laughs) The guy who who's been chasing my who chased my numbers and shoot, did a great job. So it, it's officially <laughs> a, a great opportunity to meet you. You know, put a name with the face. I always saw you with a helmet on. I was like, man, I don't even <laughs> want to see him because he's trying to take my numbers down. But records are meant to be broke. <laughs> he was going after. 
Yeah, man. It's uh, since the day I arrived, it was all about Superman. So, you know, I, I was just trying to do my thing out there and um, try to chase Superman as best I could. And and uh, yeah, to officially meet him, it's um, yeah, it's kind of like all, all all them conversations coming, kind of mm -hmm. like coming coming true right now. And um, just a lot of charisma, man. I can see why he's such a great quarterback. Absolutely. And, you know, Mike B., you know, it's surprising that these two haven't met when you just talk about the history that they both have at Jack State. We have to figure out a way to bring back all of our greats, just bring them back together from time to time. I like to I look at the University of Miami. It's kind of that that template. You know how they have that camaraderie, that that fraternity. It seems like they're always reuniting at games at different functions. So I think we need to do a better job of that at Jackson State. I know uh, Cat Morris, uh, he talk, he's been on the show. He talked about when he came to Jackson State, it was almost a requirement for him to learn about the past great yeah. to know their names it's like he was quizzed or tested so i don't know how that's been lost but i think i uh, definitely bringing our legends together we got to do a better job of that yeah well oh, Corey, man, you remember that, that was one of the whole goals of tiger talk was to was to, to bridge any any uh gaps that were that were you know within our you know story tradition rich history we're just trying to bring them together and also take an opportunity like we are now to just you know give guys their flowers man because you talk to a lot of players and they they feel like maybe they didn't you know, get the recognition that that they needed or or should have gotten for their playing years and the time that they've contributed and given to the university. So uh, we happen to have y'all both on here to to uh, you know kick off that. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there, man. I I, I gotta say, man, just the city, the town, the state. They always show love to Superman. You know, I just wish I had some of them nil deals that were jumping off right now. You know, <laughs> that's going on. Absolutely. Them, them things are looking nice out there, them NIL deals. You know, we, we've been right. looking real good, Casey. You hear me? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how, how was that for you guys? Because, you mentioned, you know, I remember the uh, the uh, the cover with the Superman uh, logo and everything. But how was it like for you guys just being the man almost overnight for you all? Because I know, uh, Casey, you came in um, over the summer and you got right to it with Delta State. Uh, you know, Kent, you came in the Tennessee State game. I think that was 2000, 2000 season. Uh, we came in the stadium. We thought TC was going to be the quarterback. And we see <laughs> Kent too. right out there. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and then, you know, for that, after after those first two or three weeks, your, your legacy was almost solidified in that sense. So what was it like just moving around town, moving around Jackson and being a local celebrity? Man, I, I got to tell you, man, it was wonderful. Man, that was a message while I was out there wilding out. You know, and I had some had some local guys that kind of was on my side. It was like, you know what, you take care of yourself. We're gonna make sure you get where you're supposed to be. So, man, I got love on all sides of the city, man. When I was in the hood with the fellas, or I was at the games, or I was at the barbershop, to the car washes, to every the 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 the, uh, the burger joint behind the school. I mean, everywhere we went, man, it was number love. So, man, I mean, Jacktown people just don't understand. We was playing in front of forty, fifty thousand people in college. A lot of people didn't have that opportunity, and that was just—it was an amazing feeling to have that—that that, that much love coming from Mississippi. When you know they always look at Mississippi as a small piece of these 50, 50 states. No, nah, we're a big piece, man, because we got some big-time talent there. Absolutely, sure. Yeah. And fun fact about you guys, you're both still playing football. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I can't. I know you just threw for <laughs> eight touchdowns in your last game for the San Antonio Gunslingers in the National Arena League last month. And you got to also you got to let everyone know where you are right now and, and show them. And uh, you may have to jump off. So if you have to jump <laughs> off, we get it. But once you tell everybody what you're doing, they'll understand. And then, Casey, uh, you're back in uh, you're back in Europe. Uh, you're in Germany and you just threw for, I think, four touchdowns for the New York, New York Alliance in the German football 
Football League. And it was your first game since 2020. So way to shake the rust off. So what's the key for you guys? I mean, to still be playing football these many years later, especially you can. I mean, I think you're up there with Tom Brady <laughs> in terms of how long But what's the key with the bouncing the youth for you guys? Go ahead, Case. You can go do your thing. No, I mean, to be honest, it was my first game since 2019. And, you know, like over the years, you get the little bumps and bruises and the injuries catch up a little bit. But, you know, I'm 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 only 33 still. So I'm I'm um, I'm actually feeling pretty good. Like at this point in my life, I just uh, yeah, I mean, I just stay active and, uh, you know, do the things that are necessary. It's part of my lifestyle anyway. You know, like I've I've always been active and an athlete so it's, it's not something I, I let go very easily so even if I'm not playing football I'm playing basketball I'm in the gym I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm staying active playing golf you know I'm doing things like that just to stay active man I'm I'm, I'm a piggyback off that Casey I, it's just being active man from from the little kiddos I deal with you know I, I teach school out here in Texas so the kids keep me on my toes I'm always oh, yeah. telling them hey man if I can do it I know y'all can do it Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't a hooper like Casey was. I was a tennis player. You know, tennis was my second sport. So go, go JSU tennis. You know, for all those players out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, see, but man, it's you hooped in high school. A there because I remember your days in any knowledge entry. Come on, you now. know, y'all, y'all had a pretty good squad. I State championship game, his junior year. Come on, he he doesn't yeah. know who he's talking to, Mike. He forgot. Hey man, look, Provine High School. Did you know? Jim Hill, hey, that's that's true. Time at the big house. Yeah. Hey, we kept losing, so I tried not to worry about <laughs> basketball too much. We get to the big game, man. We just laid a goose egg, man. I was like, Jack Town didn't want us to boys, want them Delta boys getting no championship, man. That's what it was. <laughs> But can't but real, I can tell just, everybody where you are, and I'll show them. And if you got it, you know, at any point, if you got to jump off, so they'll know why. Ah, uh, yeah, man, I'm actually, uh, you know, finished my season in San Antonio, and you know, God be the glory, man. I end up winning uh, the most valuable offensive player of the year in the Arena League. So at 41 years old, and still being able to do it and get recognized for the stuff that I do on the field, man, it's a blessing. But right now, I'm at the Carroll Clinic in Dallas, out here by the Star, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, that 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 41-year-old body don't do what he used to do, so I got to go in here and, and, and see Dr. Cooper, the Cowboys doctor, actually, and uh, he's going to get me right. This is actually the second time I had to see him. I, I tore my ACL, my meniscus, and my PCL in 2019 after winning a championship. Oof. He got me right. I didn't play in 2020, 2021. I won a championship again uh, with the team in North Texas Bulls, and this past year I played one more year in San Antonio. I think I got one more year left under my belt, and I think I'm going to hang it up, man. So we'll see what happens. No doubt, no doubt. But I'm coming back to Jackson, so we need to get the crew together so we can make it happen. Let's do it. I want to be there for it. Tiger Talk will be there. But, Ken, at any point when you got to jump off, just give us the deuces. We understand, man. We understand you're doing what you got to do. But we appreciate the time. Hey, man. Hey, I love you, fellas, man. I appreciate this opportunity. Casey, man, keep doing your thing. I'm going to be looking out for you now and going to put you out there, man, because it's, like I said, (laughs) you represent not just for yourself, man. You still represent them Tigers, man. I'm always punching them Tigers. Hey, I love Deion and Death and what he's doing, but them Tigers were Tigers before he got there. We're going to be Tigers when he leaves. So let's keep doing what you're doing, baby. No exactly. You Absolutely. too. Hey, right. appreciate you guys, man. All right. Yes, sir. All right. All right, I appreciate it. All right. So, Casey, so I want to go back to something that you talked about. You know, when you first got to Jack State, I guess, in the first game, rather, just coming out, guns are blazing. And I think we knew right away that we had something special. Uh, so at what point did you start hearing about this name, Robert Kent? Like, I, I'm pretty sure it used to immediately. Yeah. Tell us about that. Like, <laughs> immediately. how did it come up? Man, it was just like everybody wanted that that type of magic again. And it was like they were just 
like the whole city, all the fans, like all the coaches, they they just they just wanted something special like that again. And I don't blame them, you know, like um that that may have been some pressures that were maybe passed down to to some to some players, but uh, you know, immediately after him that um some lived up to it and some some maybe thought it was a little bit too much. But yeah, I mean it was immediately as soon as I stepped in the door, it was like, look who was here before you, look what they did, look what they used to be. And you know, for me, like that works like that kind of stuff works for me. Um, cause I take it like a challenge immediately, you know, like this is, this is phenomenal. And immediately I got to learn about all these, all these great players before me, especially the guys that played my position. Um, and I think that was important for me, especially coming from Michigan, not really so familiar with the tradition and history of Jackson state HBCUs in general. So when I got pushed into that right away from the get go, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, Oh yeah. Like it wasn't not important. They made it very important from the get go. And in the back of my mind, I was like, damn, like, damn, I want to be talked about. Like, I want to be important like this for the future generations and for the future players coming in, too. So um, it definitely helped just to learn straight off the gate who's who, you know, who people remember, why they remember them. Uh, and yeah, it definitely motivated me to, to be the player that I was on top of everything else. Yeah, you make a good point there, uh, especially talking about added pressures coming into a situation, having to learn a playbook, new terminology, and then mm-hmm. um, you you go you go to campus, you go throughout the city, you hear people talking about Robert Kent and the records he's broken. Uh, Jimmy Oliver has just not too long, you know, had left and he came in and won a sweat championship. So those, so you were automatically put under the microscope and you were kind of in their shadows for a moment. So uh, yeah, I, I never really considered that how, how much of an added pressure that might have been, and for you to still you know, come out of ball out the way you did, man. That's, that's uh, remarkable. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And, and you know, what's crazy is like there, you know, those two especially were, 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 were so respected and, and, and so glorified for the things they did. It was like, it was like, it was like, no, like no way you were going to get this type of magic again mm-hmm. um, at Jackson state. And it, it was, uh, it I don't know. It was a special feeling. And, you know, I don't know if that's something that that got lost, but I wish I would have been able to just listen more and just see them guys more, at least when I was there. Like that would have been great and and special, too. Um, And, you know, like we were saying earlier, like, you know, when when Kent was on the call, I just like to be a listener sometimes and just kind of like, you know, these guys are older and, you know, they've 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 lived the things that I'm probably going to live in the near future, you know, just like they did when they were there. It would have been great to hear their perspective and 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 kind of just been closer to these type of guys when I kind of stepped into that situation. Um, just to, just because I'm a type of guy that would just talk his head off and ask a bunch of questions if we had like a one on one moment and mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, kind of find a path that worked for them. So I didn't make the mistakes that, you know, you inevitably make when you're just kind of paving your own way and and trying to do something special when these guys kind of did it already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And continuing that uh, Jackson State quarterback lineage, obviously right now, number two, Mr. Shadur Sanders. So, you know, a guy who as a true freshman, you know, close to 4,000 yards, and he's projected by many to exceed the 4,000-yard market and potentially start breaking some single-season records, some swag records. You know, his name is being mentioned in the same conversation as as Steve McNair. We're just talking about numbers. Obviously, Steve McNair is one of the greats to to ever do Mm -hmm. it. But just as you kind of sit back and and watch him, what's uh, what's your take on quarterback number two, on quarterback number one? Who is uh yeah, yeah. where's Jersey number two? Yeah, no, I'm I mean, I mean Shador is phenomenal. You know, he's a great athlete. Um, I think all the pieces that are being built around him are just are just phenomenal things that just are gonna 
help him be successful and 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 you know are going to make life a little bit easier for him just to make those 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 athletic plays and 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 kind of just have ha- have his fun and 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 have his time trusting his guys out there. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better situation, you know, to um to 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 be coached by such a phenomenal player, athlete, football mind, you know, student of the game and 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 his dad, I mean, the coaches they have around them guys, like that's just phenomenal. It's a it'd be an amazing time to be a Jackson State football player right now. And I think Shador has has all the weapons, all the tools to be successful at any level and to do it, to do it at Jackson state with, with the guys that, that, you know, that with coaches, like it's kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of mind blowing for me to think about having all these weapons and resources in the situation when I was at Jackson state, just, just mm-hmm. put myself in his shoes. Like that, that's a special time for him to do something really, really special. Yeah, I can just imagine you you can look at uh the, the current roster right now, see the wide receivers and you know all the stars by their name and all the accolades they had and where they Man. come from and all the offers they had. I know you would have loved to have have an arsenal like that. Now you have some good receivers. You yeah, have some good ones. I'll be licking my this chops. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. What, what, yeah. What do you think about the recruiting that they're doing with Coach Prime and the staff they're doing? Because now if you go back to comedy. He was a great recruiter because he, he was one of the first coaches, especially in the SWAC, to really go after those transfers. And this was way before the transfer portal. So you guys had it lo- you know, loaded rosters a couple years that you were there. Now, you have, of course, you guys like Rico Richardson, your homegrown talent that you recruited out of high school. But for the most part, he hit that portal hard. But what's your take on just seeing four-star commitments consistently at Jackson State and even a five-star and all the offers that are, com- that are going after those five stars and the visits and the potential to sign more of them? Yeah, no, I I think that's amazing, and and you know, Kamaji Kamaji put together a hell of a team for for three four years in a row, and you know, he was finding guys that 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 were more or less passed over more times than none, and um, you know, he was finding them diamond in the roughs, and and these guys that that truly blossomed into phenomenal football players, um, but getting four star, you know, five star recruits out of high school, transfer portal guys that were three stars out of high school that are coming from these big schools like. I mean, I'm. I would like to say that I'm surprised and shocked that 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 Coach Prime's able to do that, but I'm really not. You know, like this is this is again like this is the magic effect of 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 being Deion Sanders, and it's it's like this is this has been his whole life. He's just had this magical effect on everybody and everywhere that he's ever went. So I can't say that I'm surprised that that this is happening, but I just think mm-hmm. it's a very special time. In Jackson State's history, and I think I think HBCUs in general are going to benefit a lot from this. Oh yeah, no doubt, no question. Yeah. Now, um, speaking about Coach Prime and, and his staff, he brought in recently a new offense coordinator, Brett Bartoloni, uh, who he said he's going to come in and implement uh, more of a, of a of a of an attack style of offense. Some people will say it's air raid because of his um, his coaching lineage, you know, coming under Mike Leach and guys mm-hmm. like that. Uh, now you play in an offense similar to that, you know, with, uh, with Coach Wilson here on the Coach Comedy, where you had the um, air raid, where you just kind of aired it out and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, put put a lot of pressure on the defense. Uh, do you prefer that style of offense, or more like a, a setting up the using the pass to set up the run, or are you more right. of a power guy where you know you want to run the ball and impose your will, then go over top? <clears throat> yeah, Which one I you mean, more fun for you as a quarterback. Yeah, good question. I mean, I played in um, like pistol, triple veer, triple option. I played under center um, in high school. I also did a lot of shotguns. So, like, you know, it, it kind of just 
it kind of has to do a lot with like who you have around you. And right. um, for, for my time at Jackson state, at least like, I just felt like we, we, we kind of hit the nail on the head with the kind of weapons we had. And, um, and, you know, my playing style, it, it, it definitely complemented what, what we did as far as running like an air raid, like pseudo power, power air raid um, offense. And a lot of times, like I'm comfortable with throwing two, three yard passes um, mm-hmm. as if we're running the ball. Right. Um, you know, and then, and I mean, obviously you guys know, like I also like to air it out. So uh, <laughs> that's, just, we know. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just like, <laughs> that just complimented my playing style. And I think somebody who's athletic like Shador is going to benefit a lot from, from playing this type of style, because even when you get out of the pocket, you got four or five options running scramble drill and guys coming every which direction. Um, So I think he's very capable of doing that. And I think he's capable of throwing an extra thousand yards on the season if he's getting out and, and, you know, buying time with his legs and and keeping his eyes downfield. So that's going to be, that's that. That's definitely going to be big for their offense. Um, that became a little stagnant at times last mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. So I. So I definitely hope they're able to put up some more points and, you know, just kind of turn it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the way, when looking back at uh, last season, um, you know, I don't know how much you know of the games you got to watch, but uh, do, do you see anything you can contribute that stagnancy to? Do you think it was more of just you know the offensive line or? You know, just him not being able to trust the offensive line or just or is it just scouting, just defenses and coaches trying to, you know, kind of figuring him out? Yeah, I mean, you know, the offensive line isn't obviously was wasn't as good as it's gonna be this year, but you know, you can contribute that a lot to some of the mundane play calling. I think it just it came a little too predictable at times. Um and you know, it started off early, so like typically when you start off a little bit slower, scoring seven, ten points a game in the earlier times of the season, let's say the first two, three games of the season, um, you know, usually you figure it out. And and what happened is we thought, we all thought they figured it out come game five and six. They're scoring 40 points, you know, 45 points. And then suddenly towards the tail end of the season, it's almost like it became so predictable once once our offense figured it out that defenses were starting to figure out how to slow that offense down again. And then now we're scoring 13, 15 points again. Um, towards the end of the season and it it shouldn't be going that direction towards the end of the season at least for an offense with so many athletes and so many weapons on that side of the ball so um so I think my prediction is going to be with this new kind of faster run and gun style guys kind of going in multiple directions I think Shador not being a freshman anymore is 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 probably going to benefit them to put up some more points on the board yeah, definitely that that growth between that freshman and sophomore season for most mm-hmm. uh, athletes on you know yeah. in, in any sport that's usually one of the biggest leaps. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh you know what Shadur can do this season. Because yeah. I want to talk to you about just the the brand uh, of Jackson State today in your eyes, especially being you you're all over the the, the world actually. But when you're back home, specifically in the states, uh you know because Mike and Tessie, we've been in Orlando what 15 plus years. I think Mike yep. 17 or yep. so years for you. Yep. You know 17 18 uh, years for me. So here in Orlando, uh, not an hbcu hotbed uh you know there's a famu not far in tallahassee and there's a bethune cookman about an hour away but for the most part outside of that you don't have those you know people who are very familiar with hbcus but despite that over the years and mike can attest whenever we're wearing the the jsu logo we, we would always get stopped oh jackson state that people yeah, recognize yeah. it whether it's walter payton 
or the sonic boom. If nothing else, those are two things that, you know, people always are familiar with. But once Deion Sanders, once Coach Prime became the head coach, it just went to another level, right, in terms of just people yeah. stopping the Zojax State, random people. So from your perspective, have you noticed any difference when you're rep- repping that brand now that Coach Prime there is, is there versus prior? Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think I went to a University of Florida game, um, I forget who they played, but, you know, I was wearing like the I Believe shirt um, at the game. And I've, I had multiple people be like, hey, love your shirt. I love what they're doing over there, you know, and it was and they may not have known who I was. It, mm-hmm. it, it was just more or less just like a, a recognition of like, oh, yeah, like I know what's going on with that T-shirt. Jackson State's on the map. And you just kind of get like like that would never happen before. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that's that's uh, you know, it's kind of crazy that like the the school itself is now a brand that's recognized mm-hmm. when you're on the University of Florida's campus, um, opposed to anywhere just like out, outside of Mississippi. Usually it was never really recognized before if I was wearing a mm-hmm. T-shirt or something. Now you could be in a completely different part of the country. And it's like, yo, I love what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, we flipped a couple of UF guys uh, back during the recruiting season a year ago. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they probably still heard about that. Yeah, yeah no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's one final thing I want to talk to you about before before you go. And I know every time you go on a podcast, talk Jack State, this subject comes up. Uh, Southern, the Southern Jaguar. So I can't yeah, yeah. let you leave without <laughs> bringing it up. And I definitely wanted to ask Kid. Obviously, Kid had to jump off, and uh, he said he forgot about the the appointment today, whatever the case may be. So he wants to, you know, definitely redo this again if we can. But I wanted to ask you too. One thing that you have in common uh, outside of breaking all the records and all the numbers that you put up, but it was just ripping Southern's heart out so what was it about southern and for you specifically because i know you've talked about that game numerous times so you don't have to recap the, the final two three minutes but when did you know how big of a rivalry it was because for kent he knew because his red shirt freshman year was 99 the first year of the swag championship games we had two just uh, historic games against Southern. So he, he realized how nasty that rivalry was before he took the helm. But for you coming in, just like right, right in the middle of the summer, like when did yeah. you know? And I know, I know Mike is going to tell the story of how he sent you a message on social media prior to the game. But, but <laughs> at what point did you realize this rivalry? Yeah, I mean, first of all, when I came, my first game Delta State, and they're like, oh, big rivalry. Like this was the team that beat like Jimmy Oliver and then when yeah. they won the Swag Championship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, big ri- okay, cool. We start with a big rivalry, and it's like, all right, they must be really good. What's going on? This was a SWAC championship team. Everyone's been talking about, you know. So we go out beat them. And then the next game, it's like Delta, uh, Tennessee State, and it's like big rivalry. I'm like, another big another ri- back-to-back big <laughs> rivalry? So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go beat Tennessee State. Then then it's like, then it's Southern. I'm like, yo, they're like, yo, this is the biggest rivalry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo. You guys got to stop saying the biggest rivalry because that that lasts all season long. So, so by the time I got there, it was like, all right, another rivalry. But, but I knew going into that, I seen this. Like, it was a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and started I started, yeah. Right, I started seeing people piling in, the bands going extra loud, and I'm I'm just like, okay, like they must, this must really be the rivalry. So, so within like the first couple minutes i think i was so excited i think my first pass i threw like 10 feet over my receiver's head um i just had so much energy for the game and um and i think after the first possession i was like okay i i officially hate southern okay more than anybody (laughs) that yeah more than anybody that we played so far so 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 that was a bit of me just um just just really not wanting to lose 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, as Corey said, I, I sent you a, um, a message on Facebook. Maybe you had your Facebook page there, and I said, Look, yeah. I just need to drop 50. I just need <laughs> yeah. 50 points. You know, whatever you <laughs> yeah. take, let's just drop 50. Got close to it. Got close we got to close. It. We got close. You know? <laughs> we got the dub. That was most important. But I said, I, I, want, yeah. I want 50, at least 50. But, you know, yeah. yeah, we got pretty close. That was pretty good. Yeah, you, you and Rico. Yeah, y'all y'all broke their hearts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the good thing about it though is that like I was, I was always educated on like the who's who before we played them. Like, like no one let me go into a game blind. So like, mm-hmm. if if they hated them for some reason, everybody wanted to make sure that I hated I them hate, equally yeah. as much before we went and played them. So that was all instilled in me. Like before the games and all our seniors and stuff, always made sure it was like, yo, we need this one. Like this one, we need a hundred percent. So. Um, that, you know, that just helps because I'm going in these games blind. It's just another game on the schedule, my, my first year and, Mm -hmm. and them just harping at me saying, yo, this game, we need it. We hate them. Mm -hmm. Do not let them win. That's really all it took. That's really all it took. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear you say that because uh, a lot of guys, they go into it. Uh, I guess like Corey said, you know, Kent, he red shirted, he's from Mississippi, but you know, we have a lot of guys that come from out of town. And they don't realize when when you put that JSU uniform on, when you put that helmet on, the impact and the effect that it has on the opponent. You know, that's yeah. the circle on their calendar. And that's always been an intangible that I think we miss sometimes because the players that are from out of state, they're not familiar with SWAT culture and JSU history. Of course. They don't realize that, you know, hey, this is Valley. Yep, Valley is, is three three and eight, but, I mean, you know, or, you know, one and seven, but, Right. When they play you, they they seven and one. <laughs> it's a it's a Super Bowl every time someone yeah. plays Jackson State, man. It's it's the biggest game on their schedule every year, and that and that's how you got to approach at every game. It don't matter who it is. Absolutely, and another big one versus Southern this year. This time at the vet, I can imagine, man, sixty thousand capacity crowd. I can't wait for mm-hmm. it. And you know, just going back to Shador, obviously, you talk about these great quarterbacks yourself, Robert Kent. Uh, and now Shadour thing that you guys have in common. He had a, a great you, well, you all have memorable moments against Southern. We you know, obviously we know what happened with you in the past in the last couple minutes of that game. Robert Kent in the Superdome. We can see him now with the sunglasses on, dancing with the boom. Big one man. of my favorite moments is a title. Absolutely. But another one, <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see it or at least sketch the I've highlights of Shadour yeah. Southern. What was your thoughts on that moment? When he Yeah, man, the, it was yeah, I mean it was a little reminiscent. I mean it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as high scoring and 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 prolific as as you like to see. I mean, we always like to see exciting mm-hmm. scoring. You know, it's always been like a, you know, it's always been like a, a big scoring mentality. Like, yo, let's score points. But when we have those those close, I mean, you know, because I'm an offensive guy and I'm a quarterback, I like to score points. So, um, that's the that's the first thing that I always hope for. But um, I thought it showed a lot for him. You know, I thought it showed a lot to be cool, calm, and composed. You know, the kid carries himself with so much confidence. Um, I think it's important to see, you know, not a lot of things get to shake him or throw him off his game. So I think that's going to carry him a long way. And I think that was a great moment to to segue his career for the next couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I truly appreciate this for our, our viewers. Uh, you probably don't know this, but it's approaching midnight where Casey is. So we thank you for <laughs> carving time out. Hopefully we, no can, we can do this Anytime. again. But, you know, for me, you know, Mike can speak on his own. I, I can speak for him, but it, give him an opportunity to speak. This is just an honor. Just, as, you know, forget the podcast. That's great. Tiger talk. But as a fan, you know, just, you know, I, we were there both with Robert Kent on campus, but still being a fan. And then years later, seeing you come back and uh, resurrect some of the heroic moments that he gave us. It's just been, it was always a blessing for us to be a part of. So now to for you guys to be, still be plugged in, 
so for you to be so approachable that's key as well because you guys have gone out and done some great things but you're still mm -hmm. right there whenever whenever i reach out to you you're like let's do it whatever you guys need so we appreciate you just being a tiger through and through of course oh, yeah, Any, it's, been, it's been a pleasure for me as well yeah yeah, yeah. i remember I always... going to the dub state game and you know, I, I think I saw you throw a pass to uh, who was the tight end? Was it Renty? Renty, Renty yeah, Renty. Yeah, yeah. and I said, "Oh, we got one." That's it. We knew, <laughs> we knew remember, right away. I remember I left my baby shower early. I had a baby shower, so, <laughs> so was, I, was, I left my wife and I went to the stadium. I'm like, oh, "Okay, this is working." Comedy does that it again. Strike, mm -hmm. you know yeah. that that I heard the eruption from the touchdown, and it was almost like it was almost like an eruption of like, "Oh shit!" Like it's like. Like here we go, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just like for me, it was a, it was a, it was such a weight off my chest just to get that one out the way and and just and just keep going from there. Absolutely. All right. Well, stay in touch. Obviously, we know your schedule is it is what it is. But if you can make it back to some games, definitely do it. Let us know. VIP treatment for the White Tiger. You already know. I appreciate it. Sure. Good talking All to right, you guys. Man. Take care. We'll be in touch. All right. All right. Mike B. Man. Again, honor Casey and Kent. To bring them together for the first time, what a moment! Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, two legends. You know, in 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 the you know same space, we were able to get on a platform together. They were able to, you know, formally meet. And I know each one has heard so much about the other one, so uh, it was good that we were able to bring them together. You saw it right here on Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club. History, baby. All right, so Tiger fans, we will catch you in Miami. FYI, Mike B, he got he got South Florida on lock. I know he's from Orlando, but don't get it twisted. Mike B is the man on South Beach, so holla at Mike B when you get to town. Oh, yeah, I'm on the road. I'm on the road. Just find me on Twitter. Yep, the Mike B. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man, we'll catch you. All right. All right. And that'll do it for episode 263 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users. Rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Video, YouTube, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.